listening to The Geek Awakens with Mitch, Matt, Tabitha, and Lydia. Hey everyone, Mitch here, and I have a very special guest for uh, this episode of the Artist Alley Spotlight. He is a comic book writer, uh, publicist, uh, just all around, you do basically everything. Um, Jeffrey Haas. Uh, Jeffrey, how are you doing? Doing very well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, so as of this recording, you're in the final couple weeks for your Kickstarter for The End of All Terminus. Uh, what's this comic about? All right, so basically... The, the basic premise is the universe itself is dying. It's being uh, ripped apart uh, for reasons of uh, pseudoscience. And the last seven spe sentient species of the universe board the terminus and attempt to uh, escape the boundaries of our universe and hopefully to safety. Um, however, um, sort of like in a Game of Thrones kind of thing, none of them really like each other. All the species pretty much are at each other's throats. And the question is, who's going to survive to the end? And I'll give you a little spoiler. Not many. <laughs> uh, this sounds amazing. Uh, so amazing. In fact, the book has already reached its funding goal. Um, so what kind of stretch goals do you have planned? All right. So at the, the first stretch goal is uh, magnets. You get uh, a, a business card size magnet with the logo of uh, Terminus on it, or at least the image that you see on the um, Kickstarter campaign, the, the first one. That'll be on a magnet. Uh, stretch goal number two at $2,000 is going to be four extra pay a backup story featuring Thraxis. Uh, so extra four pages of story at $3,000. We're going to do color. Nice. Nice. So who is Thraxis? Is that correct? Thraxis. Yes. Um, at the moment, he seems to be the break, uh, the breakout character. He's the kick-ass leader of the Gadakians. He's a member of a warrior race. Uh, he's smarter than you think, but he's also violent as hell. And, um, he gets to uh, kill a whole bunch of things within the first couple of issues. Smart and violent. So yes, basically stay away, right? Indeed. So at least stay on his good side. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like you said, it centers, uh, the end of all terminus centers on the last seven species in the universe. Tell us a little bit about the process of how you came up to like how you came up with all these different species and why they were, deemed the last you know the last ones uh so basically um and all in like um how sci-fi tends to go um they're all kind of allegorical to something about the human culture or uh condition uh so i try to look at what aspects of humanity do i want to talk about and obviously have some sort of allegorical species to kind of represent that there's like i said the, this idea of um the alpha warrior race uh, the thraxis that kind of goes to the uh, humans, a more violent, um, primitive nature. Uh, the accolades to Vaux is sort of like the religious um, cult, as it were. So it kind of goes into like that religious mindset, uh, or at least the uh, fundamentalist kind of mindset. Laurelians are a tree-based species. They kind of go to the, the older, wiser, kind of um, more, maybe almost more peaceful version of, of us. So the Rockians are the um, Alpha and Beta. They're a clone species. Um they kind of just go to more of the idea of a possibility of collectivist society. Like what, what, what kind of is that like? Uh, the link is a computer-based civilization, um, more uh, logic-based, less emotional. Uh, Paragon, I can't talk, tell you too much about, other than they're kind of a very um, seemingly um, quiet, uh, unassuming species. 
But as we all know about, unfortunately, introverts, be very careful. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the tears that definitely caught my eye as a, you know, self, uh, self-confessed, like, comic book freak. Um, so one of the tears gets you the PDF for the end of all, plus comics from about 15 other creators. Yes. All for 13 bucks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Was it difficult to get all these people uh, to kind of like collaborate with you on this and, uh, you know, like loan out their comics for this Kickstarter? Um, believe it or not, all you really got to do is ask, apparently. Uh, I threw a shout out there. I was like, hey, just go um, to some of the indie people. And obviously, being a publicist, I, I know a lot of, of indie people. And I was just like, hey, I'm doing this thing. So it turns out to be 20 comic books for 13 bucks by 50 different creators. And everyone was more than happy, just like, yeah, do it, take it. Um, you know, I think some people even might have said take it after I already, like, cemented who was going to be in. I was just like, oh, like, I just didn't see that one, then, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, but, yeah, so most of them, yeah, all you got to do is ask. Uh, we, indie, especially indie writers, are a horse community. Uh, any attempt for someone to see our work is more than happy. And we'll be, and we're desperately be like, yes, yes, let someone see it. Let someone, you know, look at it. That's kind of how it worked. And everyone was happy to do it. And. I think that's the best damn deal in um, in the entire campaign or most campaigns. And I don't see, you know, that, that's when it should be racked up by everybody. Just go for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, less than a dollar comic. That's yeah. amazing. Um, so speaking of collaboration, uh, you do offer three different variant covers uh, that you can get in addition to the standard cover. Uh, so as a creator, how much collaboration goes into someone divine, designing a variant cover to a comic that they probably don't have much in? involvement with otherwise um you know there's a little bit usually they ask for can i have see character mock-ups you know uh is there any sketch sketches of of the character from different angles i can look at and brad the the main artist was kind enough to be like sure i I mean i'll 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 make them i'll write them let me draw them so he you know made a few um, different angles of characters um especially um thraxis seems to be the one that most people used and um you know he they sent them over and, and they knocked it out and usually you know they give me one or two looks like what do you think about this image what do you think about this image and eventually i think i sent out a um oh, what the hell's the name of those things uh, uh character reference or not a character reference um uh, uh, a visual a visual uh reference for the images and you know like raymond lee that was a, a, a visual reference and he you know it knocked it the hell out of the ballpark and i was like holy shit when i saw that one and james valencia you know, he did that. He also had to keep in mind the aliens. I, I think he actually was the first ones to really draw the, the aliens on a like for for views of uh, the alien monsters that they're going to be they're going to be seen. And you know, it kicks ass. And I and Chris is going to kill it with his. Uh, where he's doing a mashup of his comic book and my comic book. They're going to have my main character, and his main character, arm wrestling on the cover. So I think that's going to be a pretty kick ass look. <laughs> it's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. So this is just the first issue of the end of all. Um, how much of the story do you have planned out so far? Um, getting to end is there's you know everything's plotted. There's room for surprises, uh, surprises to myself. You know because every like every writer, you're gonna find characters that you find more interesting. You want to kind of talk about a little bit more. You see, be some characters that you thought were gonna be more interesting that were, and you kind of back off those characters. But for the most part, uh, beginning to end, it's mapped out. I basically know sort of like uh, Doctor Who kind of fixed points in time that have to show up and will uh, occur. Um, and you know, and I think the ending is really going to be what, uh, when this everything's undone, you're going to be like, Holy shit, I didn't see that coming, and then you're going to be like, Well done, bravo. 
<laughs> and that is that is such a good feeling when somebody's like, "Wow, I didn't see that coming," but like I can't imagine any other way to ha- to have it now. Yeah, um, I, I think the ending is something I have not seen before, which is kind of one of the reasons I wrote it when I thought about the ending. Um, I don't think people have thought about something like this before. I don't think it's been used like this before. And, you know, I, it's going to be, um, I think, pretty cool. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to get there. So tell us a little bit about how you got your start into comics. Well, I'm a second-generation comic book nerd. My, my dad was a comic book nerd way back in the day. So he got me into I've been reading comic books since I was like eight or nine years old. I like to, I'd always do a nice humble brag that I have every Green Lantern comic book written since 1960, including all spinoffs and miniseries and everything else. Um, let's see. So, yeah, around sometime in the 2000s, I thought to myself, why not write your own? Um, that I credit a little bit to uh, Cross-Gen comic books. Cross-Gen um, was looking for writers for um, some stories that they were doing. I thought to myself, I can write a story. I can definitely use their idea and write a story. So I wrote this whole story and this whole script, and this whole plot and this whole summary. And then they announced they were going to shut, shutting their doors and I never submitted it. Um, but uh, I decided to just keep on going because I'm a little, um, you know, determined and I can't quit. And I just kept trying. Um, quick aside, just because you mentioned, you know, like since I have such a Green Lantern guru uh, on my hands here, who is your favorite Green Lantern? Uh, Kyle Rayner. Solid, solid. <laughs> Um, yeah, my, my heart is with Hal Jordan, but like, but yeah, I have, I have a deep respect for Kyle as well. Um, so who were some of your influences growing up? Um, God, I mean, I'm in my forties growing up, I guess this counts to be in my twenties, I guess, um, at, at this point, um, you know, Neil Gaiman is, is the, uh, high Lord of comic books. He's the one that every day you kind of just like give a, give a prayer to and hope you can write like him one day. Um, so I'll say Neil Gaiman is number one. Um, Ron Mars is one of my favorites of all time. Um, obviously, Green Lantern, Kyle Rayner fan. So uh, you definitely got to give credit to Ron Mars. He did such a wonderful job that I kind of credit him. Um, I mean, let's say credit him. It's not like I'm anywhere near their level. I just like to think, you know, read their stuff and think, hey, I want that kind of thing. So let, let's just say that. Let's not pretend that I'm like, that's how I got to where I am now is from Ron Mars. No. Um, uh, Jeff Johns on his Green Lantern run was um, one of my favorites of all time. So I, you know, got inspired from that. Um, I'll say those are like those are the big three for me right now. In addition to writing and everything, you also have a podcast called uh, Traversing the Stars. I so do what's indeed. This all about? Um, I interview uh, the stars. Gets the pun of uh, TV, movies, comic books, whatnot. I've had um, a lot of impressive guests. I think over time, I think I've done a pretty good job. I've had uh, Armin Shimmerman. Um, I've had Robert Picardo, uh, William Sadler, Arnold Vosloo, Thomas Jane from the, he was like one of the people who played the Punisher. Um, you know, and, um, some, I got some great writers as well. Uh, comic book people. I got Dan, uh, Didio and uh, Eric Powell coming up in like a week. So, um, yeah, I, I get, I, I get around, I get some good people and I'm enjoying myself so far. Nice. Nice. So one of the other works that kind of caught my attention, um, it's a comic from one, two, three go publications, uh, titled, uh, Malik, Reigning Devil, yes. which, if you get that $13 tier, that's one of the comics. Indeed. <laughs> so what is, what's this book about? Uh, Malik, Reigning Devil is a story about um, a character called Malik Hamashit, and, and, uh, Mashit, and what um, happens to him, he's sent to kill the devil by God. 
and he does. However, the rule of hell works as once you, when the one who kills the devil becomes the devil, and he becomes the devil in hell. And he realizes that was a really bad deal. I, you know, I'm trying to work with, you know, help God and you know, do my service, and now I'm basically destined to live in hell. That sucks. And he is through anger and vengeance and things of that nature decides he's going to wage war on God. And the uh, first two issues is him conquering hell. Then third issue, he goes to purgatory. And the last, uh, there's two more issues after that that he uh, fights, uh, goes to heaven. And then there's another issue at the end, like an epilogue, where he kind where I kind of, I don't want to give anything away on that one. And, uh, well, I will say the first two issues are complete. The third issue is halfway done. Issues four and five are written. And uh, work is going to be on four very soon. So that series will definitely complete. And, yeah, it's... Um, are you allowed to swear on this by any chance? Is, it, is there language okay or not? Okay. It's okay. All right. Basically, I described it being as metal as fuck. It's sort of like an, it's like a hardcore uh, 90s spawn inspired metal comic book about a, a war on God. That's, that seems phenomenal. <laughs> it, 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 I must say, I enjoy the hell out of it. It's, um, it, it allows certain levels of carnage and, there's a little inspiration from Dante's Inferno. So if you're a Dante Inferno fan. You can see, uh, actually, Divine Comedy at all. You can kind of see where I borrowed uh, some ideas and locations, things of that nature from it. And uh, yeah, he rips a lot of shit apart. He, <laughs> he he's, a, he's a hell of a character, and I enjoy writing him because someone fun writing someone who's just that angry, you know, that angering and determined. And you can get kind of a lot of a uh, you know bad day at work. Come you know sit down, let Malik kill some shit. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, a hell of a character, I'm going to assume, no pun intended on that. Indeed. <laughs> I, I, I will say he's a very complex character. Um, you know, but there's a lot of cool characters. Uh, Lucifer appears, and he's kind of cool. Gabriel's in it. Michael, Raphael, uh, a bunch of other angels and demons uh, show up and have characters. Uh, God, obviously, uh, has, is a character as well in, in the story. Um, though he doesn't really say much. Um, but there it is. <laughs> so... We've talked about you being a comic book writer and a podcaster, but you're also a publicist. Yes. There's a lot of different hats that you wear. How difficult is it to juggle those different hats just on top of your everyday life? Uh, I got deep bags under my eyes. (laughs) 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 Um, You know, it's tiring. Uh, I will say it's, you know, it gets draining once in a while, but, you know, um, let's put it this way. As someone who's doing a Kickstarter right now, Kickstarters, whoever's done one knows they're stressful. You know, you get obsessive about them. You're, you know, refresh your finger refresh button gets tired after a while because, you know, for all hitting refresh constantly. Well, I do like three a month, every month, forever. So um, it's, it's kind of like, and, and I, I will say I obsess over their campaign just as much as I obsess over my campaign. So all day long, it's just like, how is it doing? How's it doing? Are we making money? How's it doing? So, yeah, I mean, it's stressful, but at the same time, I get to see three or four successes every single month as well. Because, I mean, I've never had a campaign not hit, hit its goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a, uh, most every campaign I've been on have broken the records for that book. And so it's like I also get a victory every, every, a few times a month. Like three times a month, I'm like, yes, I, we did it. I say we, just, you know, whatever. <laughs> Screw it. I'm counting myself. We. And, you know, it gets exciting. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's tiring, but exhilarating to you when you, when you, when, you know, when you uh, hit, uh, hit, see them hit their goals. Yeah. No, I've I've definitely contributed to to some Kickstarter campaigns where I'm like I'm convinced that they're not going to make 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 the goals, but I'm still like refreshing. I'm like, you know, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? And then when it finally does, it's like you know, it's like I helped them. I helped them. Push, Indeed, you know, <laughs> just a little bit. 
it, it, it's, a, it's a good feeling, you know, it's a community, you know, uh, help, we help each other. Um, I always enjoy, I mean, even something like donates like a dollar on my kicks from just like you, sir, that dog. And I, and I realized that the person who donates a dollar, and the person who donates like 50 bucks, I'm equally excited by. So what advice do you have for someone who's trying to get into comics? Don't do it, man. Don't do it. No, <laughs> um, uh, run while you still can. Uh, <laughs> there's a point of no return that once you get into doing comic books you, it's in your blood you can't get out of it again but uh, uh, I guess uh, real advice would be uh, try start small uh, build, build your community um, that's the hardest thing to do is build a community I, I, I imagine um, at the end of the day your support uh, will come not necessarily from friends and family but they'll come from the indie community though my wife and my father have been uh, big supporters of mine but for the most part uh, help comes from the community itself, so may, so build your community. Uh, let's just start small. Um, try to you know don't, if you if you jump in, you're like my goal is going to be eight thousand dollars. I'm gonna my first campaign is eight thousand dollar goal. Well, good luck to you. You know maybe you will, maybe you won't, but good luck to you. You know start small, a few thousand, a couple thousand, maybe a thousand, something like that. Just get your uh, first one out there. Um, fulfill your damn campaign. If you do not fill your damn campaign, it's bad for you. It's bad for everybody. So if you don't think you're going to pull through and uh, complete it, don't do it. And then I would say, um, you know, uh, work all day long because you are as much a marketer as you are an artist. There's, if you think that their business and marketing does not belong in your art, then you should get out because it does. And if you can, well, then hire me and, and I'll do it for you. So that's how it goes. <laughs> Uh, so are you planning on appearing at any cons in the near future? Um, define near. Um, not Unfortunately, um, there's not a whole lot of campaigns that um, are around Rhode Island that are in the price range. Like Rhode Island Comic Con is like $425 for a table. And uh, that I did the math on that. If I sold, covers are $5. So we have to sell 85 comic books to uh, break even. I don't do those usually. Um, there's a few smaller ones that, I, that I've done in the past. And... Um, Probably by next year, I'll probably do it again, but money's tight. Uh, but so at the moment, if you want the comic book, you're going to have to come find me. You're going to have to uh, do the Kickstarter. Um, you, got, you can use any plan if you want Malik, uh, issues one and two. Uh, Santa Claus uh, issues one and two are also on um, uh, any plan. Uh, Nightmare Patrol is on Comixology. Um, that's the raw mine. So they're out there somewhere if you really want them. But at the moment, conventions are both out of price range and out of uh, range of location. And yeah, um, I want to point out Santa Claus. That that is another one that I that I've kind of paid attention to because it's it's spelled C L A W S. Yes, so it's indeed. not it's not a bright and sunshiny Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think I have uh, followers, as it were, of, of my work. But if they did, if people were following my work, they would find um, a few consistencies, and that is. Um, allusions to uh, God and Satan, apparently, and this Santa Claus is no different. It's basically uh, Satan Claus, as it were. And um, it's a horror story for kids to tell them to squipping greedy little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, one more time, give us the details on the Kickstarter for The End of All Terminus. All right, the end of all terminus is like I said right now. Kickstarter ends April thirteenth at eight oh three p.m. Eastern. Um, is like I said, it's a sci-fi epic uh, apocalyptic story where we're going to be 
killing a whole bunch of characters. I, th I think I said to somebody we're killing 249,990 characters. Um, not all one page at a time, but you know how it goes. Um, and like I said, it's, but it's also a, a very thoughtful comic book. It's big ideas. Um, I, it's kind of like a Star Trek where you have you know a lot of the high concept stories, but also Game of Thrones for, and then a little bit of Aliens in it as well, especially the first couple of issues. Um, the Kickstarter is currently funded at 1383. I think it was the last time I checked, but 15 days ago. Um, we're looking for stretch goals to get hit. The first stretch goes at 16, no, $1,500. So we're 117 uh, weight dollars away from stretch goal number one. So let's get there. Um, great uh, prizes as uh, rewards. Um, no cool uh, for $25, you get all four variants. Uh, and I'll tell people that um, that's a hell of a deal. That's about a uh, little over six dollars a variant and that's because i screwed up in my wording um i said you can have all variants for 25 dollars before i did the raymond lee cover what i should have said is you get three variants for 25 dollars. i said all variants when i came out the third uh i mean with the fourth variant i realized wait a second i can't change uh reward because of someone i had already uh used you know backed it at that reward which you can't change it so all variants are, are all variants which means by definition for now so sword variants for $25 plus shipping so that's a good deal or you can just buy 13 pdfs uh, 20 uh, sorry 20 pdfs for 13 bucks or two dollars for one pdf and just that just you know that's a less than a cup of coffee so just go do it uh you can buy a 3d printing of the of the ship you can own the terminus in a in a in a 3d printing and you can fly it around and play terminus at home the home game apparently um you got a, a t-shirt that you can get the two-sided t-shirt because you know it's not cheap uh quality cotton and you can have a uh, there's an image on the front of you see from the campaign on the back is uh, the back of the ship looks pretty cool um there's you can buy um a hand uh, a crafted uh mug with the um terminus so as you're drinking your coffee in the morning you can think about me and my book um it's 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 made specifically from the artist who works at a company that apparently makes mugs so there you are you can have a uh, exclusive exclusive mug because there'll only be as many as our purchase on the Kickstarter, which are, so far are zero. So by the first one, you are the only person who owns it. Congratulations. Um, you can buy a phone dock organizer, which allows you to organize your cell phone. So once again, as you're uh, texting your friends and charging your phone, you can think about me. There you are. Buy yourself a, a phone dock organizer. Or you can buy the phone dock organizer to take pictures of the shit that you bought and you're playing with it. Hey, look at that. Two gifts in one. Do it. Um, so those are some of the, oh, you can buy an ad in the book. So with all the people who are going to be reading this comic book, and obviously we'll be averaging the millions of readers. Um, uh, you can have an ad from your comic book inside for $75, full page ad. There you are. Congratulations. hundred bucks. You can get an original sketch by the artist, Brad Schiff. He would be more than happy to do extra work. So go make him work. Uh, at $400, you get everything and you become my best friend forever. And I will never forget you. You'll live in my heart forever. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> That is an amazing pitch. Um, <laughs> I was going through your Kickstarter earlier, um, and I did not notice the coffee mug. Um, I yes. have two major addictions in life, comic books and coffee mugs. So um, it's probably a good thing that I haven't like settled on <laughs> how I'm going to pledge yet. But uh... Yes, you can. The mug comes with the comic book, so you can actually read the book while you're getting your morning coffee. What is better than that, everybody? You can get it, or you get the, it comes with the PDF and the physical copy. So you can look on your computer while you're waking yourself up in the morning, reading the comic book, 
that you bought in your hand that's signed by me. So there you are. You thought about me now three times and before you even got your day started. <laughs> uh, the best part of waking up, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> the best part of waking up is thinking about me <laughs> and how you helped me out. <laughs> and uh, Jeffrey, go ahead. How can people find you online? You talked earlier about where people can get your comic books, but let us know again so that we can all give you all of our money. All right. So keep in mind, I do take all forms of money. Uh, and I will also take foreign money. So if you, I will convert it myself. So don't worry about that. Send over money from other countries. Thank you. Um, so how can you find me? Okay. <clears throat> Deep breath, because there's a lot of them. You can find me on Traversing the Stars podcast, which is on YouTube, Podbean, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and a couple of ones I can't remember how they're called because I never used them before, but there they are. Um, so you can find me there. Um, if you like Traversing the Stars, you can find me on Instagram as Traversing underscore the underscore stars. Or you can find me on Traversing Stars on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook under Traversing the Stars Facebook page. Um, you can find me under Hive. You can find me under Tribal. You can find me under Spatable. You can find me on Mastodon under all Traversing the Stars. Um, if you are interested in the comic book, you can find me at... Um, Terminus, the end of all Terminus on Facebook. You can find Terminus on Twitter. Um, you can find me as a publicist on J Haas Interviews on Twitter, J Jeff Haas on Facebook. You can find me under Vector underscore comics on um, Instagram. You can find me everywhere. I will haunt you in your dreams forever. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Um, I think I think you left out a couple of apps. Um, how can people find you on Friendster? um you know friendster um only fans whatever i I can do to make that extra money you can find no just kidding um no uh (laughs) i i afford myself on every app humanly possible that 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 i can find um you can find me on twitch you just won't find any videos or actual use on twitch oh you can find me on tiktok god damn it you can find me there too um if you like you can find me on tiktok and i will be there under i think traversing the stars um, so look there as well. You can find me on Facebook Reels under Jeff Haas. So yes, I am everywhere, and I am multiplying all the time. <laughs> and you have booked for the sequel to Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yes, the, the multiple versions of me that will find you. Uh, Hot Dog Finger Jeff can be found under Twitter, <laughs> under Facebook. <laughs> oh, Malik Raining Devil. You can find me on Twitter under Malik uh, Raining Devil. There you are. You can find me on Twitter on that one. So you can find me under the Nightmare Troll. If you like fancy baseball, you can probably find me, my team under the Nightmare Patrol, under various uh, leagues. So, team everywhere. Well, Jeffrey, this has been a fantastic time. Uh, definitely check out the end of all Terminus. Uh, super excited to to see this uh, be released and everything. So, uh, best of luck to you. Thank you. Talk soon. My pleasure. That's going to do it for this episode of The Geek Awakens. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, shoot us an email at thegeekawakenspodcast at gmail.com. It would be a shame if you didn't follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Geek Awakens Podcast or on Twitter at Geek Awakens. Theme music created and produced by E. Cannon Beats. Our logo was designed by Shay McCain. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. We're boldly gone. <laughs>